breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. I thought about you last night. Why? I was going to do my due diligence. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I turned on Fox News. Look at you. And I sat down with my <laughs> bucket. Sausage balls to throw? No, <laughs> to throw up in. Oh, okay. And and I said, I'm going to, I'm going to, I need to, you know, and my, my wife, she walks in, she says, are you going to listen to that? Wow. And I said, I, I, I did you really? I, I, I did. I, I lasted about 30 seconds. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I, I just couldn't, I can't take it. 30 seconds more than everything. Eight. The man says is a lie. I know that. Oh. Everything is positioning. Everything is manipulation. We're in great shape. Every oh. puppies and hearts. Yeah. And then he takes credit for for shooting down the spy balloon, we, which he never tough. really said. We're yeah. Tough. If we're you strong. if you violate the sanctity of U.S. airspace, yeah. we take action, and we did. Yeah. After they finished their job, <laughs> they okay. got everything okay. they wanted. <sighs> Deep breathing. The first thing Sarah Huckabee said, <laughs> she's like, I don't believe most of what he says. I'm like, well, you're better yeah. than me because I don't believe a thing he says. Right, right. I just can't mm. because I. I woke up to 21 text messages <laughs> from different people. Some loving it, some hating it. I was like, who in the world delete, could delete, love delete. it? There's a lot of people that love it. There's a lot of people that love it. Oh, he's. We need more like him. We need more oh, leaders like on. him. Should I read them to you? You ready for this? Get your bucket out. <laughs> oh, let me see if I can get to that. Let's see. Do I need an airsick bag? Ah, the queen of having it both ways, Sanders. Oh, oh, they're bashing ah, Sanders. Yeah. Mission accomplished. I think Biden did just fine. Oh, full faith and credit. Uh, I, I mean, I could go on and on. No, please don't. Is his speech in that binder? It's pretty thick. <laughs> did uh, did Kevin McCarthy rip up his speech behind him this time? I didn't. I didn't. Did you notice? In the, in the 27 seconds that I watched, I did watch him. He seemed even more prominent. He seemed like yeah. he was really close and large on the screen. Oh, yeah. No eye rolls. Very nope. respectful. Huh. Didn't. Yeah. I don't think he ripped up his he speech. Didn't, he didn't rip up the speech. Which, I wonder by why. the way, is a federal violation. Oh, gosh. That is a federal document. Mm. <sighs> did, did anything happen to her? No. 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 Not, any, not any more than anything happened to Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Well, gird your loins, because you can always count on good old Senator John Kennedy uh, for his reaction to the president's so-to. What we um, what we heard tonight from the president were words. That's all they were. 
words on a teleprompter um, written by the president's speechwriters. In Washington, I have learned, you, uh, you have to watch what people do, not what they say. In Washington, what you do is what you believe. What you do is what you believe. And everything else is just words, just cottage cheese. Um, President Biden has been president now for two years. We know what he believes because we know what he has done. Higher taxes, bigger government, more spending, more debt, more regulations, open borders, a weaker military. Criminals are the good guys. And every school library should have at least one drag queen, no matter what the parents think. Those aren't words. Those are President Biden's record. That's what he has done. Uh, one final point. The president tonight talked uh, about how sound, in his opinion, the American economy is under his watch. Uh, it's as if he parachuted in from another planet. President Biden wants you to believe, think about this, President Biden wants you to believe that hamburger costs four bucks a pound, a whole chicken costs eight bucks, and your 401k is crashing because the economy is so good. It's just not true, folks. Um, to paraphrase one commentator for two years now, President Biden has been pushing on a door that is clearly marked pull. The American people and the people of Louisiana deserve better. Wow. <laughs> he parachuted from another planet. Gosh. That's about right. It's how people feel, some. You know, I, I, I went into a... a and I'm not, I'm not going to mention the establishment because it's not really their fault. Mm-hmm. Okay? But they have this thing where you can get six sandwiches, six chopped beef sandwiches, mm-hmm. okay, uh, and sauce and some sides. Yeah. Because the wife was out of town. I thought, you know, I can, I can two or three meals out of this. Sure. So, like $36. Mm. And I looked at the girl, and I'm like, and I'm like it's not her fault. But I no, was like, wait, no. wait, what? Wait, wait what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm laughing because you you have to to keep from crying. I know you absolutely do. It's it, it, it's shocking sometimes. I'm still think. I'm still caught off guard sometimes by the price of things. Right. Right. It it still catches me off guard. And it's not getting better. But There's a few things we're seeing a little improvement, but gas is still going up. A lot of grocery prices well, still going up. That's because he's not dipping back into the Federal Reserve. Oh yeah. It has yeah. nothing to do with production or, Man. you know, getting the Keystone Pipeline back going. Mm, but he had a good night. We were, we were dependent. We were self-dependent on oil production. And look yeah. at what he did. Well, well, anyway, you know one I, good I'm, thing I'm, before we wrap? He's halfway done. Well, you hope. Glass half full, he's halfway done. I'm telling you, in 2019, when they were like, yeah, Biden is, I'm like, yes, make him the nominee. Mm. Yeah. And then look what happened. Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm I'm just like, are you kidding me? I know. 
I know. I'm looking forward to Rusty coming in later this morning. I have to admit. He's going to bring an owl. Now he does put stuff down on the floor. I'm just giving you a little heads up. <laughs> put stuff on the floor. Yeah, because owls do things what owls do. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Some, like like the, all the construction with the plastic <laughs> laid all over everything. Got yeah. He'll bring a big box. The owl. Be, you're not going to get to hold him. Slicker owl, dookie. Huh? Maybe we should let Mike hold the owl. I'll hold it. I'm not afraid of. I'm he not afraid of owls. Let that happen. I don't. Yeah, think. I don't think so. <laughs> really? <laughs> big old claws. I held it. I told you I had one hit my car one night. Oh, oh no. I don't want to hear about that. Oh, no, geez. it's not nice. <laughs> no, it, you owl killer. <laughs> I'll t- okay, I'll, I'll explain that next. One hundred one seven FM. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel also a free download from Office Furniture Source. Take Keel News with you wherever you go with that free Keel News app. You're an owl killer? So I was on my way home one night from rehearsal, okay, at the Shreveport Little Theater, and I'm going through uh South Highlands. Okay. Okay. Going heading to the house. Mm-hmm. It's dark, it's late at night. I say late at night. You know, nine thirty, ten o'clock, mm-hmm. and I hear a rock hit my car. Boom! I oh, mean, no. it sounded like. I thought kids were. I thought kids were out throwing rocks at cars. Mm. So I stop and back up. You're gonna go get you some kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I look at my no no damage in in the middle of the road. And when I backed up, fortunately, I went. I straddled it. Okay. There was a. Baby owl lying in the <gasps> middle of the baby road. Baby owl killer. Baby owl. Oh. So I'm like, oh, that was my, oh. Uh-huh. So I pick it up, and I'm sitting in the car, and I'm holding it in my hand, and I can hold it in one hand, and it's just lying there. And I got the heater on, you know, because it, yeah. it was cold. And I, I got the, and all of a sudden it's eyes. <gasps> Look at me. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> Oh my gosh! And, me, and then it started flopping, you know, trying to get oh, trying to get out. No, oh, my windows were up. Yeah, it ends up landing on my shoulder, so it's sitting on my shoulder. So I carefully opened the door, you know, but I had taken a picture of it. Oh, you did! I took a picture of it while it was while I was sitting there holding it, and uh, so I stepped out of the car, and it flew flew off up into the tree. So you're not a you're not a baby owl killer. Thank you. I okay. wanted to clarify okay. that. I am not. Check. All right, thank God, <laughs> man. But it stunned. It it ran into my car. Apparently, Ooh. it flew down and hit like the side of my car. Sounded like a rock hitting my car. Wow! Wow! But he, but he or she. Was okay. Thank goodness. I know. Well, you'll get to meet a real grown-up so owl. Looking, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what species he's bringing. He has all kinds out there. They're having their owl day or whatever. I think this weekend. They have they have all kind of little events for owls and you know kids can color and learn all about owls and I don't know if they can feed them. I'm not sure. He'll tell us all about it. But at, it's, at C. Bickham Dixon Park. No. <laughs> Walter Jacobs. I didn't get to go by see Bickham Dixon yesterday. Uh, Yeah, we didn't see if the gates were open or not. I need to roll through there again and see if they're open and take some more pictures. So Rusty Scarborough will be coming later this morning. Mm -hmm. I think he's bringing more eggs, too. Yes. Do owls lay eggs? Just curious. Of course. 
Do they? What do you think? Can yes. you eat, can you eat yes. owl eggs? I don't know. Now that well, okay, I I'm going to ask him. There you go. I learned something new today. Can you eat owl eggs? <laughs> He's going to text me. <laughs> Woman, you're crazy. Oh, sorry, Rusty. Oh, and you got you you're you're out after today. Yeah, and I actually am hooked up to an electric electroconical device today. So for what it's worth, is that the word? Electroconical. Electroconical. Or as Barney yeah. Fife says, electronal. Yeah. So it keeps going on and off. So I got to keep turning it back on and. I know you're going to want to come over here and turn it way up. That's the problem. <laughs> well, <Yeah>. you're already <laughs> grimacing. I noticed earlier. It's a little bit painful today, so I'm just telling you. Tomorrow is my surgery. I thank everyone for the prayers and all that. It'll be good, but I'll be out for a week and a couple of days. So um, everything, will, I'll, I'll come back good as new. We hope. And everybody believes that. Stand on your head. <laughs> <laughs> 101.7FM, 710Key. Seven FM, seven ten Keel. <laughs> Ruben was talking about his wife. Did she have the day off or something? She was cleaning the attic. Is that what she said? Mom. Oh no, my mom. Yeah. My oh, mom. your mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So she mm. was actually action the figures, attic. wrestling figures, the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, did she sell them without letting you know? Uh, you know, I didn't know they were there. <laughs> is she gonna give you the cash? Yeah, she yeah, is gonna give you yeah, the cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? There are things that I wish I still had. I yeah. had I had Matchbox cars. I mean those old original oh, Matchbox yeah. cars from the sixties. Oh yeah. That I wish I still oh. had. Not the cheap things that they do today. If they even still do. Yeah, them. I have to fess up to something because I'm. I have a. My sons have a big collection of Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh cards. Okay. And I know the Rubens and the Greggs and all of the world oh, could yeah. tell me the what pups. they're valued. Yeah. But I'm afraid these bozos would steal from right. me. Oh, none of them are worth anything. <laughs> yeah, you I'll give wanna... you 10 bucks for the whole set. Yeah, just hand them over to me. <laughs> yeah. And I'll throw them away for you. <laughs> and I'll I might have a gold you. one. Yeah. I'll sell them for you. It only got $6. And who wants to go through all the cards and go, is this one valuable? And go search for that card. You know what I mean? But these bozos would know right away. Did I just call y'all bozos? Yeah, I'm sorry. You did. That's fine. Um, they would know right away. Hey, you do have a valuable one, but I don't trust them to hand them over. And that, is that bad, Ruben? I'm sorry. Nah. Nah, well, you're, you're, you're right in your suspicions. <laughs> exactly. I love an honest man. Well, I, I came home yesterday, and I and I, I, I always kind of just dread the days my wife is off. She uh, she works part time. Per, she's per diem as a yeah. nurse, mm-hmm. and so she she has certain days that she works, and she gets a certain number of hours in. Oh boy, I hope she sleeps. I came home. I know. I came <laughs> home yesterday, and the kitchen was just. She had taking all the drawers you know like the silverware drawer oh, was man. out and all pregnant? over and, and oh shut up <laughs> she's nesting for some reason or, or there'll be days when she'll call and she'll go did you spend 268 dollars on what because <laughs> now she's going through the bank statements on oh, her that would you drive know, me nuts on her days off oh. and i'm like oh, i don't know separate it, bank accounts dude it doesn't i, I just <laughs> it doesn't matter i don't know oh Lord. So I came home and the kitchen was off. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Go to work. Yeah. <laughs> 
don't text Dina and say that he was talking about her. Please don't do I that. I know. Yeah, don't I do know. Because when Ruben said that, I thought it was his wife. When when he said that about selling the the figures up mm-hmm. in the attic, I thought. <laughs> I know my wife goes through stuff and throws stuff out that I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, about. that you have I, no I, I, <laughs> Yeah. He's I ain't gonna miss this. No, <laughs> no, we'll never miss it. And you won't. My grandmother gave my grandfather the same anniversary card for like six years in a row. She would look at us and wink, there it goes. <laughs> oh, that's you know. so funny. Well, thank you. What a great <laughs> gag. Pack it up, put it in the drawer. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. He was a mechanic in, in Air Force, you know, two mm, wars. Yeah. Uh, or three, actually. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. World War II, Korea, and Vietnam. Holy cow. He'd sit in the chair. One year, he got a razor for Christmas. And we're all opening gifts, and he had it, he had it taken apart <laughs> to see how it worked. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Grandpa. We have some bad news on the retail front this morning. I want to talk about it. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's not good. Coming up next, Mike and McCarty, 101.7. By the way, we have to talk about journey tickets. Oh, absolutely, yeah. We'll do that next hour. Mm-hmm. Bad news, though. Some sad news. Yeah. Uh, bad news. I was waiting for the, the other shoe to drop because we know um, Bed Bath & Beyond has been struggling, and they had announced you know, last fall that they were closing a bunch of stores, and the Bozier store was closed. Okay. Um, and I actually Shri- like that. Yeah, store. and the Shreveport store stayed open, and it was one of my favorites to order online, and then you pulled right up to the front, and they'd bring it out, which was sonic really kind of cool. Erin um, <laughs> loves that. I know because I waste so much stuff. money if I go in. I'm such an impulsive buyer that if I go in and I go, "Ooh, Nutribullet, I need a new one," or "Ooh, right, I like that gadget, I need it." So I I save money by shopping online. Electric heated bath mats. Yes, looks good. (laughs) Little fuzzies for your toilet. Ooh, that's cute. I'll take it. So I saw somebody put something on Facebook that the Bed Bath and Beyond was closing the Shreveport store too, and I went and looked at the Bed Bath and Beyond site. Didn't have Shreveport listed, so I was like, ah, that's just rumors. It's just rumors. So yesterday, between doctor's appointments, because that's all I seem to be doing these days, is um, I, I had a few some minutes to spare, and I was in that part of town, so I moseyed by the front of the store, and I saw signs on the front of the store that said, you know, liquidation, all Uh-oh. sales final, Uh-oh. no checks, you know, and I thought, oh, no returns, and I thought, oh boy, what's going on? So a man was coming out of the store, I'm sorry, sir, if I ruined your day but i said sir sir <laughs> called him over to come to my window you have four dollars <laughs> and put some gas in my car and he was nice and he came over i said are they closing the store and he goes oh i don't know he had no clue and i thought okay but it only it's showed a man shopping yeah of course yeah. he has no clue yeah no clue um this and the signs only said you know 10 percent off everything in the store and i thought 10 percent's not really a liquidation sale i mean that's just a start so i said you know what I could park my car and go in the store and ask somebody, or I could call. Guess which one I did. (laughs) 
You called. <laughs> yeah, I called. I know exactly what you did. <laughs> so I called the store, and I was worried I couldn't get a human. You know, I was like, oh, am I ever going to be? And I got, I got a lady, a very nice lady on the phone, and I said, I'm just curious, are you are y'all closing the store? And she said, yes, ma'am, we are. And I said, do you have any idea when? And she goes, no, we really don't know when. Oh. It's not really up to us. And I said, well, are you still doing curbside shopping? She goes, well, you mean like you order online, and then we bring it out to your car? And I said, yes, ma'am. She goes, no, we're no longer doing that. And uh, and that leads you to believe that they're cutting staff. I mean, they're trimming staff because they, they're, you know, just bare bones, try to get rid of everything. Right. But, you know, I, I do a lot of this shopping at liquidation type stuff. And this is just the early stage because usually they're going to go to 25% off and then they'll go to 50% off. and then, Yeah, but then your selection is a lot lower. Yeah, that's true. You know. Now, at the end, it'll get to probably 75% off. But what's going to be left will be the deal. And then they'll probably liquidate every, you know, all the fixtures and all that. But it really is going to leave a big shell in that Target shopping center. That's a big store. And it's no, we'll no longer have Bed Bath and Beyond in Shreveport, and I'm really sad about that because I really like that store. I don't go in it as often as I used to, and I, and that's part of their problem. Same here, right? S- sales are down like thirty to forty percent, and they just couldn't make ends meet. So they're and and they're no longer, you know, those coupons you get you used to get from them, twenty percent mm-hmm. off. No coupons are allowed anymore, so those are all gone. But I'm I'm sad to hear it. If you want to read more so, about it, it's all at keelnews.com. Well, I was just looking. I didn't see it. I was just looking to see if it is. Oh, major retail chain. This is the baby crying. Ah, I see. Yeah, Thank you very much. Trying to trick you. <laughs> Do you think, and this is a discussion for another segment, do you think brick-and-mortar stores at some point? Uh, I mean, people are buying cars online now. Yes, Sight unseen. I can mm-hmm. never buy a car without oh, driving it. I have to have my tush in it. And that's because a, you've got to see how it feels. Yes. I mean, if, literally, How can mm-hmm. you see out of it? Yeah, I know. I know. we got to take a break. Absolutely. Uh, 101.7 FM. Radio. One zero one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty. Of course, the news about uh, Bed Bath and Beyond closing their local. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it's hard. Of course, you know it, it. It was hard years ago to imagine not having a daily newspaper. You know, I know. I mean, you, I know. How could you not have the daily newspaper? Yeah. Well. It got to be where the crossword was all I did. For that's the only reason I took it. <laughs> I love the sports page and the sports page. That's mm-hmm. it. And and of course that's that's gone the way of the buggy whip, but but <laughs> the buggy whip. well there used to be companies that provided the you know manufactured yeah. the best buggy whips in the industry mm-hmm. the finest top grain leather and, yeah and, you know uh, <laughs> no need for it no need you're right absolutely and and the brick and mortar store concept of shopping I mean it's it, for us, that's hard to imagine. Yeah. But yeah. you don't even go into the grocery store anymore. I know. I know. And people are critical of me for that and, you know, calling it lazy or whatever. Yeah, it's lazy, I guess, if you want to call it that. For me, it really is budgetary. I'm going to be honest with you. It's because I literally will spend double the amount of money on my groceries. I was in the, the Circle K and they have that these checkouts now. They have these things that you place your item 
and it, it's a camera, and it looks at what it is and then wow. brings up on the screen. You don't have to deal with the employee. Amazon's working on those same kind of buggies. And I and I said, I asked the, one of the girls, I said, are you scared? This is putting you all out of a job. And they're like, no, we, you know, we do, but... Uh, I don't know. Now, obviously, well, no, I, I, you can't say obviously anymore. No. But remember Toy Fair? Oh, absolutely. Legendary. Loved it. Who didn't mm-hmm. love Toy Fair? And, and I got to, I was their Santa for the, the last several years, few okay. years, they were, they were in uh, Piermont Mall. Right. Erin, a lady came in, brought her kid. They had they had a great selection of shoes, stride right shoes, mm-hmm. you know, oh, the good best. quality. You bet. The the owner, the girl, uh, was helping this lady. Tried on several different pairs of shoes, found the ones that were perfect. And and she goes, okay, you know, let's. And the lady, the lady looked at her, the owner of the store, and the lady said, oh no no, I just wanted to make sure they fit. I'm going to order them online. <gasps> Went into a locally owned store, mm-hmm. took up her time, yeah, and then told her, "No, I'm going to order it online." I saw that happen at uh, Sports World one time too. Oh. Oh, excuse me, Sports Spectrum. A runner, oh, is yeah. a runner, is in there trying on running shoes, and then gets to the final selection and goes, "How much are they?" And they gave him the price and goes, "Oh, I'm, I can get them online cheaper." I'm like you just came in here, right? And tried them on, found the ones that fit. And I'm where, an Amazon Prime member. I'm 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 talking to myself. Uh, I know, but I, I know. do shop local when I can. Yeah. And I don't go in and take up somebody's time and then say <laughs> and tell them that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, at least say least, nothing. At least go. Oh crap! I don't have my wallet. Yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. But. Uh, Oh. Is the brick and mortar concept a thing of the past? I mean, Sears can't even make it for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. I know Sears closed. Yeah, <sighs> I, I don't know what the future holds for brick and mortar. I really don't. L- I, l- later this morning, Rusty Scarborough from Walter B. Jacobs going to be in studio with us, bringing a live owl. I'm looking forward to that. Hoping we'll have Scott Hughes joining us in the next hour to talk about the SOTU. Is it SOTU State of the Union? Uh, yeah, State of the Union address. From scrot 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 no it's uh, POTUS POTUS yeah yeah I, I got them be careful careful I, the I, no, I, the, the, the supreme I got those all missed boy did you ever one at one seven <laughs> FM seven ten key on. Ruben, I told you don't start till I'm ready. Give me a give me a few minutes. 1017 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. You Dr. Jeff Sato gonna join us at 740 this morning to, to kind of unravel the State of the Union address. What did he hear? What was good, what was bad? So we'll be talking about that coming up. Speaking of what is bad. Holy cow. Louisiana taxes its goods and services at a higher rate than any other state. I had no At least clue. we have good things to show for it, like great roads and education Absolutely. systems. Absolutely. Our teachers are the highest paid in the nation, right? Our law enforcement. What? What? State parks are gorgeous. Yeah. Our, no dirt on our roads. No mattresses or tires. It's all cleaned up. 
this is a this is a report from uh, WBRZ and Baton Rouge. It, yeah, and they and they reviewed the Tax Foundation's latest report. We're going to have to analyze this and put this up because our our sales taxes are the highest. We tax our goods and services higher than any other state. But at least we don't have a state income tax, you know. To oh wait a minute, we do. We do. Yeah. Our sales tax in Louisiana is 9.55%, just ahead of Tennessee, which is 9.548. And Arkansas at 9.46. Now, I wonder if this includes the gas tax, too. I guess not, because we pay a pretty good gas tax rate in Louisiana as well, but not one of the highest in the nation. I guess this is just focusing on the on the sales taxes. So we could move to one of five states that have no statewide sales tax. Delaware, don't want to live there. Montana, yeah, I'd move to Montana. I love that. New Hampshire, hell no. No. In Oregon, oh, hell no. No. Montana, maybe. Montana, that'd be about the only one. No local sales tax? No local. Their combined rate is zero. So your metropolitan areas can't charge a sales tax? No. It says uh, also do not allow for local sales taxes. So where's all their money come from? I guess it's property. question. Must be property tax and some other kind of taxes. Sky-high property taxes. It's got to be. And I know a lot of them have motor vehicle taxes that they pay way higher than we do. You know, a lot of people have always said our, our rates at our DMV, OMV are way lower than other people. But to ha- to show that we're the highest sales tax in the country. <sighs> Local sales taxes are collected in 38 states, mm. which means seven don't have local sales taxes. So only a state sales tax. I don't know how, and, and, I, and I have a lot of business friends, and I know there's a lot of folks that own businesses listening. I'm mystified by how you do this. And I guess you, do you pay your taxes, your sales taxes? Do you pay it to just one entity, the Sales and Use Tax Commission? And then they send it to the appropriate entities? You know, like they send it to the city or the school board? I don't know how that all works. I have people that do that for me. I don't know. My, like uh, yeah. my business that I, you know, that mm-hmm. I, have. I have. I have a lady that does my books and then somebody that does my, you know. If somebody were to ask me, I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I'd, and, I don't and know. And I should. I know I should, but. I just think we should do everything we can to simplify things. And I know, we, you. you know, and, and I know you. businesses have been screaming that from the rooftops forever, but. Um, I don't know how we how we accomplish it, but to look and see that our. But then that that goes back to the discussion we had a, a week or so ago about the the fair tax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It make you know it makes too much sense. I mean, if you right. have something that will eliminate the IRS. Yeah. I, I still I, I I'm still on board with that, although, uh, you know, especially after talking to Mike Johnson, and I trust Mike Johnson. Mm-hmm. I, I trust him implicitly. Right. And he says. You know, it'll it'll never happen. Which which I kind of feel like, unfortunately, mm. too hard to make the change. I mean, yeah, yeah. Mm. golly. So yeah, I'm not happy. I'm gonna look into that. This, we'll, yeah, you know, oh, highest good. in the country. And we and like but, you said, we have great roads to show for yeah. it, and we have great parks. And now that would be one thing, honestly, if, if we could say. You know what? But but look at what we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you go from when you come from Texas 
and you drive into Louisiana and and you spill your drink because you're the you know <laughs> you oh we're in Louisiana yeah. yeah you start bouncing around in your car mm, golly yeah that's not good it, it, there's no excuse no there really is not it's it's sad don't, and then don't come to me and say well we need to we need to fix the road so we need more money yeah. Well, the hell with that. You, you get more than anybody else does. Yeah, and you know, when John Bell Edwards took office, our state budget, I'm going to never forget these numbers, was $29 billion. You know what our state budget is this year? Like 48 $42 billion. 42 yeah. $12 billion increase in his eight years. Let's just and get again, government bigger. What do we have to show for it? Thank you. It's not good. It's not good at all. Mm. Jeff Sato, Dr. Jeff Sato, going to join us at 740, talking about uh, Biden's State of the Union address from last night. Micah McCarty, 1017 FM 7. Together. Seven FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. Yesterday we were talking, we had a little... You're right. ...discussion about crawfish. Whatever. I didn't want to say it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. I Wait a minute. A woman telling me I'm right. I know. Hold on. Let me repeat Ruben, it. Ruben, are yeah. you recording this segment, please? <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want proof of this. Uh, uh, I hate this. Okay. First of all, the the vein in the crawfish that the, you're so concerned about the black poop it's not a vein okay okay all right people say devein crawfish it's shrimp it's the same thing shrimp mm-hmm. yeah. crawfish don't call it a crayfish no don't do that no and it's don't not say crawdad no no if you say, I don't I don't know people to me if if you if you say crawdads mm-hmm. that's not from Louisiana. No. Maybe no, I'm wrong. Not crayfish either. That's no. way, that's like way, that's Canada. Well, and crayfish is something different too, by the oh, way. Oh, is it really? It is something different. So in my research in doing this story, okay, um, crayfish are larger, almost like a lobster kind of thing. Okay, like They're, a prawn to a shrimp. Yeah. Okay. So what is so the black it, thing? It is basically the digestive tract. Okay. So it's poop. It's it's the digestive tract. It's detritus <laughs> is what they call detritus. it. Detritus. Okay. Detritus. Uh, and and it's not I'm going to hurt you. Sorry if you're eating breakfast. I apologize. I know, right? It's <sighs> not going to hurt you. Uh, and you most, it's most, not going to hurt you. You're sure? No, I'm positive. Most retail uh, purveyors of crawfish they they purge the crawfish. Some okay. some will soak them in salt water. There's actually a proper way to purge them, which requires a large tank with a kind of a, a bell at the bottom, and they purge them, and and so it doesn't eliminate that, but it helps clean it out. And a lot of times, it just comes out when you're eating the crawfish anyway. Okay, it can sometimes give it uh, affect the taste if you know if you eat it right. Um, but it's it's not going to hurt you. Okay, I did not realize. And and you know, Ruben said something really brilliant, which happens every now and then. (laughs) Nice. When we were talking about this yesterday, he goes... You're right, and I'm brilliant. (laughs) What a a great day. Yeah. (laughs) Ruben, hold on. I'm not even on medication yet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He looked at me with this side eye, and he goes, it's boiled in a pot for 
however long in boiling water. Right, like, right. Whatever germs are there are dead. Yeah, yeah. It's got to kill everything. I mean, you boil it. <laughs> and, I, and I thought about that yesterday. And while I was trying to go to sleep last night, I was like, Ruben said something pretty brilliant when he was talking about the crawfish. I don't even remember that. Yes. And I thought. That was really pretty, pretty smart. You're boiling it. So if there were any germs that were going to harm you, you probably killed them. But it still looks gross. And I still want to peel it back. I, I, I go back to and, 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 you know, and this argument can be applied to what we were talking about before. Uh, Rusty Scarborough bringing in the what you said, the the lice and the <laughs> red beans and lice. Yeah. And those those wonderful cookies. No, Um <laughs> Although the cookies, that's different if it's cooked like that and you don't even know it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you'll know it because you'll see them. Well, then hell no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry for saying no. Rusty's bringing an owl today. It's going to be fun. We're not going to eat it, though. No. We're not, you can't eat owls. You go okay. to federal prison. <laughs> well, I'm not going to prison. I'm not going to eat an owl. <laughs> you killed an owl earlier. Let me, back, let me go back to what I was saying. People talk about, oh, coffee are gross. You know, I understand mm -hmm. that. I understand that you look at it. Yeah, okay. I can see why you would think that. I'm not going to eat a cricket. I don't care if you covered in chocolate. I've been there, or done that. Yeah. Not going to do it. Mm -hmm. But I contend if you eat a chicken, then by golly, you pretty much will eat anything. Are there any nastier creatures than chickens? Have you ever, like, seen actual chickens? Yes. Okay. They're pretty nasty creatures. Don't ruin my love of chicken. <laughs> Goodness, you're horrible. And I'm not even going to talk about the 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 farm chickens that are kept in a oh, little yeah. and fattened up and oh, and you know steroids and all that and like yeah. veal. Mm, no, I don't want to know about all that. I don't yeah. want to know about all that. No, or or the lamb on Easter. Stop. Slaughter that little you're cute little ruin. You're ruining all foods. <laughs> are you going to talk about a little piggy next? Leave the piggies out of it. Oh, pork chops and bacon <laughs> and you, I'm sorry. Bacon's going to stay in my diet. I hate to say it. You know, I don't, no, I don't hate to say it. I'm sorry, I, pigs. Bacon. I'm like, bacon, I'm like Ron yeah. Swanson. <laughs> bacon wrapped shrimp. My third bacon. favorite food wrapped with my second favorite yes, food. exactly. <laughs> I haven't had bacon in a long time. Why don't you go cook us some? I, well, okay. If we had a kitchen at all, <laughs> yeah, that's true. We don't even. My wife looked at me yesterday because she bought these little sandwiches that are egg and then sausage mm -hmm. and an egg. So there's no bread. Oh, okay. And, and they're in the freezer. And she goes, "Do y'all not have a microwave yet at work?" I said, "No, because no, I've still yet. got those. I can't cook them." Yeah. Uh, uh, Doctor Jeff Sato going to join us at seven forty, uh, discussing. Uh, the imbecile's state of, I mean, hey. the president's State of the Union address from last night. Mikey McCarty, 1017F. Seven FM seven seven ten kilo. What are you laughing Mike at, Mike McCarty? <laughs> oh, I love that one answer. Okay, well, several replies on the Shreveport Security Systems message board. Uh, one about the the digestive tract in crawfish <laughs> tract uh, in crawfish. We are a highbrow show. I'm telling you. Thank you. <laughs> Enjoy your McMuffin this morning. Yeah. Uh, Jay Spence says, "Okay, Reuben." 
I'll boil a deposit from my dog, and you're welcome to snack on that. No more germs. Oh, Good I hadn't point. thought of it like that. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Now you got me back on the other side of the aisle now. Okay. Ticket Please says, that's why when you go past those huge chicken coops, chicken growing coops, sometimes the lights are on, sometimes the lights are off. I asked a guy about ConAgra about this, and he says we turn the lights on and off every hour. That makes the chickens think it's another day. Hmm. Okay. That makes it to where the egg to the shelf at the grocery store is only 60 days. Yeah. They keep turning the lights on and off every hour, and every hour the chicken wakes up, thinks it's a new day, Mm. and eats again. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I didn't say they were bright animals at all. Oh, Lord. I don't know. America says, what alien has kidnapped and replaced Aaron? I don't know. It's, you know, it's a day before. It's not a vacation, but it's a day before I'm gone for a while. Oh, and, you know, I always out. go crazy. So I'm kind of nutty today. So I apologize. You got a week off. Yeah. Although I'm, it's not going to be a, you're going to be cramped. I mean, yeah, uh, all, all. I'm stoved up. I'll be yeah. stoved up. So, yeah, just keep me in your prayers. Everything will go good. I'm excited about that. Um, Jeff Sato next on the State of the Union address. I want to find out what good things he heard in that speech. So it'll probably be a short interview. That ought to take about eight seconds. Yeah. <laughs> that was when he said good night. Yeah. 101.7 FM 7. Seven FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Uh, Dr. Jeff Sato joining us. Uh, Dr. Sato, first of all, what was your overall impression of the State of the Union address? I'm, I'm assuming you watched the entire thing. Yeah, well, uh, uh, a lot of spin. Um, uh, uh, certainly some challenges that the Biden administration is facing and uh, the union is always a chance for the president to put his best face on, on what's going on. So, uh, so he did. He tried. Did you hear any surprises? Um, no, uh, uh, not really. I mean, it was uh, uh, you know kind of been telegraphed for several days now that, that some of the subjects he was going to go over, um, trying to take credit. So, uh, for example. Uh, jobs and uh, inflation reduction and and, th- and things like that. So uh, not not a, not a real surprise, both in terms of, of what was there and and what wasn't there. Hit quote: Two years ago, our economy was reeling. True or false? Oh, good lord! Uh, that was uh, you know it, 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 if you want to look at it, where the economy was in 2019, uh, certainly was worse off. Uh, if you want to look at how it was doing month over month at the time, uh, false. It was doing better, and it was it was doing better uh, really without you know we had uh, of course the pandemic related uh, legislation, uh, essentially additional appropriations, uh, but that had essentially ceased at the time he took office, uh, and uh, all indications were that there was going to be substantial, continue to be substantial economic growth. Um, you know, whether the government went out and, and did anything additional 
um, stimulus spending. Uh, and of course, we know that's exactly what happened. There was lots of more stimulus uh, spending despite the fact that the time that the economy was, was really rolling back. As I stand here tonight, Mr. Biden says, we have created a record 12 million new jobs, more jobs created in two years than any president has ever created in four years. Ding, 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 that can't be true. Uh, it, I, uh, I, 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 in terms of a, of a two-year span, I, I, I think that's true. But you have to recognize that until, I think, a month or two ago, that the number of jobs out there uh, at that point only equaled what the number of jobs had been about two and a half years ago or, or almost three years ago when, again, the pandemic-related measures came into being. So we'll hardly have any more jobs now at this point than we did just about three years ago. So, again, you have to look at that in perspective when there was this artificial retrenchment in the, in the job market. And again, it was purely caused by government policy and decisions made at a federal and state level. Uh, you know, it, it, and, and then you have this uh, comeback. Uh, you know, that's a consequence of those prior policy decisions and not really so much anything that was done by the Biden administration. When you say artificial entrenchment, uh, explain what you mean by that. Yeah, uh, artificial retrenchment. It's a uh, you know that, uh, again that that's a, a consequence of deliberate decisions made by governments. You know that's what cost jobs uh, in the the pandemic era uh, and uh, the decisions afterwards really didn't have that much to do with. Uh, any job creation since. In other words, the reversal of those previous decisions, if you want to look at it that way, you know, that's really mainly what happened. So it's not, again, not so much what's been done in the last two years, uh, but the impediments that were removed prior to that or just prior to that, which really is the, the lion's share of, uh, of job creation since. You opened uh, you opened up the segment by saying a lot of spin. Obviously, you can make the numbers say whatever you want them to say. Unemployment is down. Well, unemployment is down because people just stopped looking for jobs. It's not that so well, many people. Sure, sure, that's correct. I mean, you, you look at uh, you know again claims were about uh, well you got the lowest unemployment uh, ever at all, and, you know. But the fact of the matter is when you look at the labor force and uh, the participation rate in labor force is about two, two and a half points below the historical norm. So in other words, as you just uh, mentioned, there's a, a whole new segment of the uh, uh, able-bodied adult population that's out there that's choosing not to work for various reasons, and it's a, a much more significant and substantial proportion than we've seen historically. He also talked a lot about the infrastructure bill, funding over 20,000 projects and we're going to get, you know, we're going to be number one in the world again in infrastructure. Um, do you do you buy that, or is this a lot of of spending that we just can't afford? Well, I mean, certainly there are things that are are, are going to apparently going to happen as as a result of this. Uh, you know, one uh, thing I saw recently was that supposedly a hundred thousand quote green jobs are going to be created by this kind of spending. Uh, but, you know, we have to recognize that the lion's share of the deficit spending, which uh, which has occurred, and, and again, uh, Biden uh, added uh, has added almost as much in his two years in office of deficit spending as 
Trump did in his four years, and, and we're including with Trump the pandemic stuff, uh, you know, only a, a relatively small portion of that has actually been towards genuine infrastructure spending. Most of it has been on a number of other things that aren't. And uh, so, you know, that's stuff that, that really probably we didn't need. And you could argue as far as an infrastructure, quote, infrastructure stuff. Uh, there's a portion in there that we really didn't need either. There was a line in his speech about this infrastructure that's scary to me. And he said, tonight I'm also announcing new standards to require all construction materials used in federal infrastructure projects to be made in America. That, I mean, mm-hmm. great, great idea, nice idea, but that could drive up the prices of, of a lot of these infrastructure projects, could it not? Yeah, certainly, and and part of that is there's a, a federal law out there that says that uh, when these projects are happening, you have to pay the, quote, prevailing wage, uh, which is basically set by unions. Uh, and it could be set in, in even a non-union state by like Louisiana, or, or largely non-union, I should say. Um, you know that that rate essentially would be set by those uh, few entities that are unionized and then not even you know not even being in the state. Uh, so that would, uh, since that rate typically is higher and much higher, yes, that would tend to drive up the uh, uh, the, the, the eventual price tag. Okay, let me ask you about the the the. Chinese balloon and and the remarks he made about that and you're laughing. Uh, let me let me. I hadn't had a chance to ask you this. If we floated a, a spy balloon over China, how long would it last in the air? <laughs> Not at all. I mean, uh, you know, yeah, you know, you just barely barely mentioned anything about that for obvious reasons. I mean, people are scratching their heads about you know letting this balloon float five plus days almost across the entire country and. Well, he you never know, mentioned my, the balloon specifically. He mentioned yeah, no, just, if, mm-hmm. if you violate United States airspace, we will take action. Well, yeah, you took action after it finished its job. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, I mean, Montana is a, a wide open state. I mean, you know, there's. I don't think there was really much risk at all of hitting anybody, you know, except maybe a bit livestock. Uh, if you shot the thing down over Montana, but you know it didn't happen. So, oh boy. Okay, are are we stronger today than we were two years ago? Is America stronger today? Does the world think we're a great powerhouse no. today than um, we were? Sorry, Doctor well, Sato. Economically, we're better off. Um, but uh, in terms of foreign policy, uh, I I would say no. I mean, there's uh, you know, and the, the balloon incident I think is is one perfect example. And, you know, once again, it, it, it you know, it's embarrassing for him on more than one level because uh, the the allegations surrounding uh, his son and uh, his role in any dealings, uh, e Biden, uh, dealings with the Chinese through his son, you know, that's something that's a matter of investigation right now, and and uh, that that incident would just been an uncomfortable reminder talking any more about it than he did. So that's that's why he didn't. Well, okay, I, I need you to clarify. You say economically we're better off today than we were well, I, before? Again, I, again, I need you to clarify that for me. Sure. Again, we got a lot more jobs, and, and uh, the, the, um, uh, you know, the, finally uh, there's growth after a period of, of, of negative growth. So uh, in that sense, we are. But, again, we're talking about coming off of pandemic loads, essentially. So. You could say, yeah, we're better off than we were three years ago when we had 30% unemployment and all that. But 
Yeah, and, and that's the, the, the tricks he tried to use to put the, his best face on last night. But I, again, if you look at uh, where, where, you know, what kind of a natural uh, economic uh, recovery would have been without uh, this incredible amount of deficit spending that has occurred that drove up inflation and the like, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, again, that's something that would have happened naturally and organically without, uh, you know, call it interference uh, by the government. Uh, but there was this interference, and we, we have seen, you know, again, more jobs and, and finally a, an economy that, that's uh, turning around. But, of course, the, the big problem in, in there is inflation. And, and, again, Biden, you know, could claim, oh, yeah, I brought inflation down. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's the one, his policies essentially were those that caused it in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, and, and obviously it's four times what it was uh, when he entered office. So that's, that's definitely a negative. One more uh, smell a whopper uh, in our last 38 and a half seconds. My plan will lower the deficit by $2 trillion. Whopper? Then why are you trying to raise the debt ceiling? <laughs> well, you know, the, you know that, of course, depends upon uh, a new set of taxes and I think some fairly generous uh, economic assumptions. So, uh, you know, the deficit inevitably is going to come down uh, in the sense that he doesn't have a compliant Congress anymore with one half in the hands of the opposition. So, uh, you know, there's going to be negotiation there, and that's going to bring it down organically. So, you know, again... Uh, some of that's not his doing, and uh, uh, you know it, it was going to come down in a sense naturally anyway. So yeah, I don't know there's going to be that much. It's going to come down some, but uh, that, uh, that's making some assumptions about his policies being passed and supposedly working right, and that's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Dr. Jeff Sato, LSUS political science professor, thank you so much. We do appreciate your time this morning. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. 101.7 FM. That's interesting to me that he says our economy is better than it was two years ago. Well, I, I don't. I don't. No, see think that. about two years ago. We were home. We were locked at home. Well, Nobody was shopping. Okay, Nobody okay. was out. Yeah, it was, we were in the middle of a of a complete COVID, shutdown, which was caused by the federal government. Nobody was spending money. It was. Uh, we were all. You know. Wow. Not out. I, I, I got all bibbed up yeah, there. Yeah, you did. Uh, we did. <clears throat> uh, we've got uh, uh, Rusty Scarborough going to join us after the top of the hour in studio, bringing an owl in. He's here, yeah. It's owl day. Mm-hmm. Oh, Thank look! Oh, you. can't wait. Looking forward to it. He's also fun. bringing some eggs. Mm-hmm. Micah McCarty, 101.7 FM. Leaf. have an owl feather over here already pretty look at him 1017 fm we're trying to stay calm 710 keel mike yeah. and mccarty oh and, my and, and okay in the studio with us is rusty scarborough from the walter b jacobs nature park in north shreveport and uh he brought in a special guest 
that I'm trying to get a picture of while I'm talking. He is beautiful. It's beautiful. A, it's an owl. What kind of owl Hi. is this, Rusty? This is a great horned owl. Okay, and he's stressed out right now, correct? A little bit, yeah. He uh, spent a little time chewing on his equipment overnight. Okay. New, but he's, he's calmed down there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's got Sweetie. his ear tufts down. Hi, so. Sweetie. If he were really comfortable, these guys would be. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. Like now that. you you had to put on the. It's a special glove you have to have on when handling an owl. Explain that. This is a gauntlet, and it's three layers of elk hide. So, like the little glance he just made on my arm. You're bleeding. <laughs> well, when he first when Rusty first brought him out of the box, he he just he he started he nervous, trying to yeah. get away, obviously. But he's tethered uh, with a leather strap. You said mm-hmm. he had him on both feet, but yeah. look at those talons. He chewed one out. But he chewed, off. One, of wow. he chewed one of them up overnight. <laughs> now, what is his story? Uh, all of our birds of prey are either injured or orphaned, and this was a, a car strike on a road, and it has gotten as good as it can be, mm-hmm. but if they have any deficits, they can't go back to the wild. So it's one of our animal ambassadors. This could be the one Mike hit a few years ago. <laughs> could it be? Well, well, we've had this one for quite a few years. I don't know when Mike's incident was. A few years ago, but how would he know if it was yeah, his car strike? Know. He wouldn't know because mine got I, yeah. I let mine We work very closely with Werla. Okay. Uh, Dr. Morgan, so we get some of our animals, like if, if one passes away, we get another animal from them that can't be released. And, and we have you here today, and, and this is Rusty Scarborough with the Walter Jacobs Nature Park. Um, Owl Night is this Saturday night. This Saturday, 5 to 9. This is one of the biggest events you guys do. It I, is the biggest event is we it? do, yes. You're going to have how many people visit the park? Uh, we've we've been right there around 2,000 every time we've done it. 2,000? Yeah. Wow. 2,000 okay. people in four hours. How many owls do you have? We have uh, four. We have all of the most common species of owls in Louisiana. We have the eastern screech owl, the barn owl, the barred owl, and the great horned owl. And so you can walk the trail, which will be lighted with LED lights, and meet each owl up close, just like we are now with a mm-hmm. handler. And then they'll give you some information. So they'll be out of the cages. They'll be just somebody will be holding them. Correct. Out on our uh, Audubon Trail which is a paved trail, and you can walk around and meet each one, and they'll have a bio blitz of information at each one. One will be about camouflage, and one will be about food webs. And mm-hmm. Now, your park, you're getting, a, you're getting a facelift. You're getting a major facelift at the park. We are. Our uh, 46-year-old building will be torn down this summer, and we will build a new, I believe it's 16,000 square feet now, and like somewhere around 15 million. Wow. So this will be your last owl event for a year or two, right? Yeah. Well, unless we figure out a way to do it at a different park. Right okay. now we're uh, thinking that the way we do this, our park is pretty um, exclusive to do it. We mm-hmm. don't know if we can do it at another park. Bickham so Dixon's we're looking pretty good. <laughs> heads up. Yeah, well, we have 13 parks, so okay. we have a lot to the choose from. The gates are closed at Bickham yeah. Dixon right now. Now, now Owl Night is, is much more than just look at an owl. There, you've got, you yeah, got food trucks. Yeah, we have seminars and, and food trucks, and we'll, uh, we provide you the, the things to make s'mores at our fireplace, at our pavilion. And uh, we'll have uh, games and arts and craft, and there's a, a CSI quiz. and Oh, cool. Uh, all kinds of games where you have to guess which owl makes this sound and... 
So this is the horned owl. The great horned owl. The great yes. horned owl. And you said it suffered some sort of deficit. Is that from the car strike, you yes. think? Some sort yes. of maybe? Once they go through rehab, if they don't come back to 100%, then How they can can't. You tell? Well, we Did do you a, not pass the test. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you do an assessment of, of how well they can fly and how well they can target and catch live food. So okay. when they can't, so yeah, a bird of prey only catches about one out of every ten times that they chase something. So if you diminish that, then when you have a really bad winter like the eight degree days we had a few weeks ago, it's very hard for mm-hmm. them to survive. Look at now, him turning his head all the it's way around, amazing. looking around. In now, here. what does he eat? Bad children. <laughs> I need you to come by my house later. <laughs> <laughs> I needed you 20 years ago. <laughs> actually, great horned owls are top-tier predators, so they can eat most anything. They do largely uh, concentrate on large rodents like rats, mice, squirrels, rabbits. They are our natural predator, the only natural predator of skunks. He's oh. just beautiful. And his name's Henry. Henry the Great Horned Owl. Oh, he's going to throw something at you. <laughs> we do not name any of our animals. Oscar. Injured Oscar wild animals. You brought us eggs from your farm, but I wanted to, and I asked earlier in jest, can you, do, do owls lay eggs? I learned, yes, they do. Yes. Can, stop laughing so loud. Sorry, sorry. All, all birds lay eggs. Thank all you. birds lay thank eggs. You. Okay, thank I'm, you. Um, hummingbirds not, lay eggs? Yes. Not all really? snakes lay They're eggs. They're about the size of a tic-tac. They almost look eggs. exactly like a tic-tac. They're a little fatter. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can you eat owl eggs? That would be a federal uh, law that you break. You can, no. but you'll... <clears throat> Why are owl eggs not allowable? All migratory birds are federally protected, and you can't uh, harass them at their nesting sites. Okay. Can I own an owl? You cannot. I cannot even Unless own you're one. federally permit, permitted, you cannot have any part of a migratory bird that is a non-game species. So like if, wow. you, if there's a duck or turkey season, you can have those parts. But any non-hunted migratory animal, you cannot have any part thereof. Wow. So, so you, any part even. You can't pick up a feather if you find it in the woods. It's well, a, there's it's some a, in this room right now. So <laughs> when I go to prison, it? you oh, can't have it in your uh, possession. Okay. Okay, hold it. <laughs> <laughs> 18th Annual Owl Night. It's this Saturday night, 5P to 9P. Right. Live owl encounters, okay. story time, arts and crafts, food vendors. People, you don't have a lot of parking. No. Is there an option for that? Yes, we're going to park at Richard Fleming Park and shuttle bus people back and forth. It's at 7919 West Lakeshore. And there will be arrow signs pointing, and we'll have a lot of signage out. But it's a really good event. It's free. Uh, mm-hmm. The only things that you would need money for would be the food vendors. Uh, you know, if you go to the food trucks, they're right. for sale. But uh, s'mores and coffee and hot chocolate are free, and all of our activities. And are you're free. not going to be able to feed the owl. They're not going to be able to get right up close to the owl, correct? Well, I mean, you can get as close to me as you. Right. Within where you can hold on you to that can, leash. You can get up and get a good picture of an owl. Now, he's okay. called a great horned owl. Is that because his ears look like horns? Well, those Is aren't really ears. Questions? Those are just feather tufts. They're, oh, they're just decorations. Well, see, yeah. that's how stupid see, I am. These are just feathers that stick up. They're not ears but at he all. He didn't bite you then. The he ear. just stuck his ear up. Yeah. We 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 might need to call 911. <laughs> Rusty's bleeding. <laughs> I want to. I want to pet him so badly. I want to go over and just you know tell him. You no, know, most okay. wild animals don't like to be petted. They pet back. Okay. Yeah, they well, do. Well, that's true. That's they true. Do. I have some dogs that don't like to be petted. Ugh. You know. Rusty, amazing. Thank you for coming in. Absolutely. And Thank He's you. He's beautiful. Oh. This Saturday night, Walter B. Jacobs Nature Park. It's an incredible spot. Henry the Great Horned Owl. Thank Stop. you. Stop. One hundred one seven FM. <laughs>
going to say it's my favorite guest because i don't want to offend other guests i know he's awesome though but isn't what he? a great guy yeah he's such a, a nice guy. man brought owl he's... eggs and biscuits for us <laughs> yeah <laughs> we have an owl <laughs> egg <laughs> omelet later can we have him in every day and he got hurt did yeah, y'all see his arm he got, he got i didn't see that i didn't see the injury blood down his arm those, ta- those talons are no joke boy okay. no kidding i mean that was yeah. a large owl mm-hmm. that was pretty big Rusty Scarborough from Walter B. Jacobs uh, Nature Park was in last segment. Brought uh, Henry the Great Horned Owl. He's gonna throw. He's gonna want me to throw an egg at you. I have to domesticate every animal. No, that, <laughs> no. that comes from my Bambi upbringing. Oh God! My wife has that you... same problem. <laughs> when we were when we were on vacation at Tennessee, she kept accidentally leaving the outside trash can open so she could pet a bear. <laughs> Oh, oh no, 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 she's no, out of no. her mind. I'm she's telling lost you. it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I agree. <laughs> now, see, that's okay. Social media, in 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 addition to being the detriment of of natural, you know, society today, uh, people see these videos. Like, there's one of of this family at a national park, and a bear walks up, and nobody runs. Nobody's. No, I know. Nobody's like, oh, hey. Yeah. You know, there's yeah, there. It's a bear. And and they're just acting like well it's the coolest thing ever. That's ah, just amazing. That it really is. Golly. Or or a deer comes up out of the woods and a guy starts petting it or mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's not normal behavior for yeah, a wild animal. I know. But Mike, I, I could see the pain in your eyes when Rusty said you couldn't pet the owl. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I wanted to. I wanted to just kind of you know love on it. Rusty no. was like, but, but no, no, understand. no, and me and Aaron were like, yeah, kiss it, kiss yeah. it. <laughs> Put it up close to his face. Yeah. Spin your head. You know, I'm, I'm sad, too, because he usually has those events where they do the special foods with bugs. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's usually around Halloween time, and they're not you doing it this year because they're having uh, the teardown of the Right. The they're redoing building. their facility. And so I was excited for you to have, it's it's not lead beans and lice. Yeah, you guys say? have been saying lice for months. <laughs> Red beans and yikes. Red beans and yikes. Okay, it's those mealworms. Wax-eating mealworms. Yeah, and it's delicious. It okay. really is delicious. But he says he boils them first. So it's not <laughs> like the scene in Shawshank Redemption where they just pull that oh, yeah, larva no, out of no. the oatmeal. Uh, yes, and it's that's still a ripe one. And he cooks, <laughs> yeah. That's a ripe one. That's a ripe one. <laughs> and he makes the cookies with them, too, and they're delicious. Okay, you that's just think different, They though. just look like macadamia nuts. Just right. think of them as macadamia nuts. He said they had a nutty flavor to They them. do. Now, the crickets, the chocolate-covered crickets, pretty good. Leave a little bit of a leg in the mouth. But the legs get stuck in the teeth. I just, yeah. <laughs> I just remember the scene in Lonesome Dove when Call and Gus are looking for a new cook and they're riding through the middle of San Antonio and they come up on, um, not Ball, Ball was the one they were replacing, but the guy, um, oh my gosh, I went blank and I've read the book several times. Huh. Anyway, he says, uh, try this, you know, it's an old Mexican man. Yeah. And he holds up a platter and... Woodrow takes a bite, and, and Gus takes a bite. Right, Woodrow's a dang, that's tasty. What is that? Cricket. Grasshopper. He says, that's grasshopper. Oh, God. <laughs> Call immediately, starts spitting it out. Oh. 
Lord. I'm afraid Ooh. that's how I would be. Yeah. No, no thank you. Definitely. Ooh. Well, the uh, president had his State of the Union uh, uh, propaganda last night, and we'll talk with uh, Dr. Jeff Sato. He spoke with us on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. You'll hear that at 840 117 mm-hmm. FM. Mom. What? <laughs> the countdown's killing me. Every about every ten minutes, we have one hour in twenty-four minutes. We're we have twenty-three minutes left. Twenty-three minutes. Yeah. One hundred and seven FM. Nervous. Seven ten keel. Are you nervous? I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, I'm you know surgery. I told tomorrow. you about the MRI and look how that turned out. Yeah. I'm, I promise you, this guy has done these before. Yeah, and ain't his first rodeo. I know. And and, I you, know. and it's it's not like you're <sighs> having open heart surgery. Nope. I'm not trying nope. to diminish under going under the knife. <laughs> it's a little shoulder surgery. If you're wondering what's going on, a little shoulder surgery tomorrow. Who said there's no such thing as minor surgery right. when it's you? You're under. You're completely under anesthesia, which is you know, uh, some sort of uh, what do they call it? A nerve block too. So we'll see. You'll and uh, you know, fine. if you text me tomorrow, I'm probably not going to get it. So uh, just FYI, under, understood. We'll try not to. Yeah, my 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 son will probably have my phone. Doctor so. Jeff Sadel breaks down uh, the uh, propaganda from last night's president's State of the Union address. Mm-hmm. Michael McCarty. Next, one hundred one seven. Stop. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Uh, Doctor Jeff Sato joining us. Uh, Doctor Sato, first of all, what was your overall impression of the State of the Union address? I'm, I'm assuming you watched the entire thing. Yeah, well, uh, a lot of spin. Um, the, uh, certain, certainly, some challenges that the Biden administration is facing, and. Uh, the union is always a chance for the president to put his best face on, on what's going on. So, uh, so he did. He tried. Did you hear any surprises? Um, no, uh, uh, not really. I mean, it was uh, uh, you know they've kind of been telegraphed for several days now that, that some of the subjects he was going to go over, um, trying to take credit. So, uh, for example. Uh, jobs and uh, inflation reduction and 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 things like that. So uh, not not a, not a real surprise, both in terms of, of what was there and and what wasn't there. Hit quote: Two years ago, our economy was reeling. True or false? Oh, good lord! Uh, that was uh, you know it, 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 if you want to look at it, where the economy was in 2019, uh, certainly was worse off. Uh, if you want to look at how it was doing month over month at the time, uh, false. It was doing better, and it was it was doing better uh, really without, you know, we, we had, uh, of course, the pandemic-related uh, legislation, uh, essentially uh, additional appropriations, uh, but that had essentially ceased at the time he took office, uh, and uh, all indications were that there was going to be substantial, continued to be substantial economic growth. Um, you know, whether the government went out and, and did anything, additional um, stimulus spending, uh, and of course, as we know, that's exactly what happened. There was lots of more stimulus uh, spending, despite the fact at the time that the economy was was really rolling back. As I stand here tonight, Mr. Biden says, 
we have created a record 12 million new jobs, more jobs created in two years than any president has ever created in four years. Ding, ding, ding. That can't be true. Uh, it, I, uh, I, 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 in terms of a, of a two-year span, I, I, I think that's true. But you have to recognize that until, I think, a month or two ago, that the number of jobs out there uh, at that point only equaled what the number of jobs had been about two and a half years ago or, or almost three years ago when, the, again, the pandemic-related measures came into being. So we'll hardly have any more jobs now at this point than we did just about three years ago. So, again, you have to look at that in perspective when there was this artificial retrenchment in the, in the job market. And again, it was purely caused by government policy and decisions made at a federal and state level. Uh, you know, it, it, and, and then you have this uh, comeback. Uh, you know, that's a consequence of those prior policy decisions and not really so much anything that was done by the Biden administration. When you say artificial entrenchment, uh, explain what you mean by that. Uh, uh, artificial retrenchment, it's a, uh, you know, that, uh, again, that, that's a, a consequence of deliberate decisions made by governments. You know, that's what cost jobs uh, in the, the pandemic era uh, and uh, the decisions afterwards really didn't have that much to do with uh, any job creation since. In other words, the reversal of those previous decisions, if you want to look at it that way, you know, that's really mainly what happened. So it's not, again, not so much what's been done in the last two years, uh, but the impediments that were removed prior to that or just prior to that, which really is the, the lion's share of, uh, of job creation since. You opened you opened up the segment by saying a lot of spin. Obviously, you can make the numbers say whatever you want them to say. Unemployment is down. Well, unemployment is down because people just stopped looking for jobs. It's not that so well, many people. Sure, sure, that's correct. I mean, you, you look at uh, you know again claims were about uh, well you know the lowest unemployment uh, ever at all, and, you know. But the fact of the matter is when you look at the labor force and uh, the participation rate in labor force is about two, two and a half points below the historical norm. So in other words, as you just uh, mentioned, there's a, a whole new segment of the uh, uh, able-bodied adult population that's out there that's choosing not to work for various reasons, and it's a, a much more significant and substantial proportion than we've seen historically. He also talked a lot about the infrastructure bill, funding over 20,000 projects and we're going to get, you know, we're going to be number one in the world again in infrastructure. Um, do you do you buy that, or is this a lot of of spending that we just can't afford? Well, I, I mean, certainly there are things that are are, are going to apparently going to happen as as a result of this. Uh, you know, one uh, thing I saw recently was that supposedly a hundred thousand quote green jobs are going to be created by this kind of spending. Uh, but, you know, we have to recognize that the lion's share of the deficit spending, which uh, which has occurred, and, and again, uh, Biden uh, added uh, has added almost as much in his two years in office of deficit spending as Trump did in his four years. And, and we're including with Trump the pandemic stuff. Uh, you know, only a, a relatively small portion of that has actually been towards genuine infrastructure spending. Most of it has been on a, a number of of other things that aren't, 
And uh, so, you know, that's stuff that, that really probably we didn't need. And you could argue as far as the infrastructure, quote, infrastructure stuff, uh, there's a portion there that we really didn't need either. There was a line in his speech about this infrastructure that's scary to me. And he said, tonight I'm also announcing new standards to require all construction materials used in federal infrastructure projects to be made in America. That, I mean, mm-hmm. great, great idea. Nice idea. But that could drive up the prices of, of a lot of these infrastructure projects. Could it not? Yeah, certainly. And and part of that is there's a, a federal law out there that says that uh, when these projects are happening, you have to pay the, quote, prevailing wage, uh, which is basically set by unions. Uh, it could be set in, in, even in a non-union state by like Louisiana, or, or largely non-union, I should say. Um, you know, that, that rate essentially would be set by those uh, few entities that are unionized and then not even, you know, not even being in the state. Uh, so that would, uh, since that rate typically is higher and much higher, yes, that would tend to drive up the, uh, uh, the, the, the eventual price tag. Okay, let me ask you about the, the, the Chinese balloon and, and the remarks he made about that. And you're laughing. Uh, <laughs> let me, yeah. let me, I hadn't had a chance to ask you this. If we floated a, a spy balloon over China, how long would it last in the air? <laughs> Not at all. I mean, uh, you know, yeah, you know, you just barely, barely mentioned anything about that for obvious reasons. I mean, people are scratching their heads about you know, letting this balloon float five plus days almost across the entire country. And, well, he never know, mentioned went over my... the balloon specifically. He mentioned yeah, no, just... if, mm-hmm. if you violate United States airspace, we will take action. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you took action after it finished its job. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, I mean, Montana is a, a wide open state. I mean, you know, there's. <laughs> I don't think there was really much risk at all of hitting anybody, you know, except maybe a bit livestock, uh, if you shot the thing down over Montana. But, you know, it didn't happen. So. Oh, boy. Okay. Are, are we stronger today than we were two years ago? Is America stronger today? Does the world think we're a great powerhouse no. today than um, we were? Sorry, Dr. Well, Sato. Economically, we're better off. Um, but uh, in terms of foreign policy, uh, I, I would say no. I mean, there's, uh, you know, and the, the balloon incident, I think, is, is one perfect example. And, you know, once again, it, it, it you know, it's embarrassing for him on more than one level because uh, the, the allegations surrounding uh, his son and uh, his role in any dealings, uh, E. Biden, uh, dealings with the Chinese through his son, you know, that's something that's a matter of investigation right now. And, and uh, that that incident would just been an uncomfortable reminder talking any more about it than he did. So that's, that's why he didn't. Well, okay, I, I need you to clarify. You say economically we're better off today than we well, were I before? Mean, again, I, again, I need we you to clarify that for me. Sure. Again, we got a lot more jobs, and, and uh, the, the, um, uh, you know, the, finally uh, there's growth after a period of, of, of negative growth. So uh, in that sense we are. But, again, we're talking about coming off of pandemic lows, essentially. So, you could say, yeah, we're better off than we were three years ago when we had 30% unemployment and all that. But, you know, and, and that's the, the, the tricks he tried to use to put the best face on last night. But, again, if you look at uh, where, where, you know, what kind of a natural uh, economic uh, recovery would have been without 
uh, this incredible amount of deficit spending that has occurred that blow up inflation and, and the like. Uh, you know, that, uh, uh, again, that's something that would have happened naturally and organically without, uh, you know, call it interference uh, by the government. Uh, but there was this interference, and we, we have seen, you know, again, more jobs and, and finally a, an economy that, that's uh, turning around. But, of course, the, the big problem in, in there is inflation. And, and, again, Biden, you know, could claim, oh, yeah, I brought inflation down. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's the one, his policies essentially were those that caused it in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, and, and obviously it's four times what it was uh, when he entered office. So that, that's definitely a negative. One more, I smell a whopper uh, in our last 38 and a half seconds. My plan will lower the deficit by $2 trillion. Whopper? Then why are you trying to raise the debt ceiling? <laughs> well, you know, the, you know that, of course, depends upon uh, a new set of taxes and I think some fairly generous uh, economic assumptions. So, uh, you know, the deficit inevitably is going to come down uh, in the sense that he doesn't have a compliant Congress anymore with one half in the hands of the opposition. So, uh, you know, there's going to have to be negotiation there, and that's going to bring it down organically. So, you know, again... Uh, some of that's not his doing, and uh, uh, you know it, it was going to come down in a sense naturally anyway. So yeah, I don't know there's going to be that much. It's going to come down some, but uh, that, uh, that's making some assumptions about you know, his policies being passed. And She's giddy. Ruben, she's giddy. What is it, like four, four minutes? It's unreal. Four minutes. Boom, right now. Four, four minutes. Four yes, minutes and you're out of here. Oh, All morning. At 6.15, she goes, two hours, 45 minutes. <laughs> I said, what? That's how much time we have left. Oh, She's man. She's been counting down the seconds. 7.30, was like an hour, I just took my electrodes minutes. off, too. I'm sorry I was digging in my pants. I apologize for that. Sorry. I have my little tens device on my stem. You know, they that shocks you. No, so. I don't. You don't explain it. Yeah, I, you, you, <laughs> I'm gonna miss you guys. No, not. But um, <laughs> I'm, you uh, are. We're going to miss you. I'll, have, I'll, I'll, I'll tell I know, you that. I'll, I'm not ashamed to say it. Have a little surgery tomorrow. Everything will go good. Just Shoulder keep surgery. Yeah, it's sure. not. Not. Uh, it's not gender reassignment. It's not. Uh, <laughs> you got a text said those are complicated. Brain implant. It's not, you know, nothing. Not not a boob job. Everybody's t- everybody's trying to guess what my surgery is. It's a shoulder surgery. Torn ligaments. Torn ligaments in my shoulder, and we're doing a little arthroscopic surgery. And I'll be home tomorrow afternoon. But I, you know, I gave you my son's number, so if you but need you're going to have that wing tightened up so you can't move your shoulder for yes, a week or yes, something. Yes, it's going to be, and I'm going to be on some meds for a little while, so I'm not allowed to to drive a vehicle or operate any I'm kind of machine. I'm going to go by her house tomorrow, Ruben. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to video. I'm going to video her, our interaction. <laughs> I'm, yeah, that could be uh, that could get ugly. Oh, that could get really ugly. So keep me in your prayers if you don't mind. Certainly. I can always always use those. And I'm going to a couple of doctor's appointments today to get uh, some other things tweaked. How's and, your uh, hip and everything? Is that better? Hip's a little bit shaky right now at the moment. And, they, you know, they think it may be because I'm having a little nervous reaction. You know, I don't know. I don't, But I've been working on my knee, strengthening my knee, and I might have just jostled my hip. So I'm falling apart. That's okay. I'm going to ask the doctor while, tomorrow, right before they put me under, hey, can you fix my hip and my back and my left wrist? And Can you do all that while you're there? 
Are you like going to take a Sharpie and write on your right shoulder? <laughs> Not this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Y'all have well, fun. We'll miss you. Yes. 1017 FM, 710.